0: Welcome to our This this is Saratova best. Today we are concluding to we are uh, concluding the sikha about Jamal Thomas, but what we're going to speak about is what something called Jesus. Um it's called exponential growth. In the world in the in the regular world it's called everything on uh steroids, right? Everybody knows what that means. Jirizis means the whole world is on steroids. Um what used to take a 1000 years now takes 10 minutes, etc. Next year, it'll only take 12 seconds, et cetera, et cetera. And and we always give the example of the number of hexabytes of information that were downloaded into the world until the year 2000 was, I think, two. And then in several years after that, it was already three. And soon it will be every 10 minutes, another hexabyte. So this is exponential growth. So that's good. It's also overwhelming. So we're just gonna look very quickly at um uh where it comes from and hopefully what we do about it. Actually yes, it does speak about what we do about it. Okay. So here we have um here we have the letter the letter Dalid and the letter Reish. And they are um referring to um well we have we're in the, we're in the fourth month now, Tamuz. So that's the Dalid month. And it gets its energy from the Gimel month, 3 to 4. Gimel Dalim, Dalon, Dalim. The rich give to the poor. What's the difference between this letter Dalid and the Dalet, and the letter Reish? They look really similar. The Dalid means poor, Dalid. And Reish means poor, rush. And yet there's a very fundamental difference between them. There's a good poverty and there's a bad poverty. Poverty, good poverty is the dalit. What does that mean? It has a little dot connected to it. That's the only difference between the shape of the dalit and the Rage. It has a lo- little dot. What is that dot? Yesterday we spoke about, we spoke about the dot on the Tufts, on the last letter. These little dots that are attached in, in particular places in the letters, they denote a level of Bittle. We call it the Get Yourself Out of the Way app on your phone. That Bittle, that Get Yourself Out of the Way so good stuff can happen and magnificent stuff can come into your life. It's waiting to come into your life, but you're in the way. That's the name of the app. It's the long, that's why it's the get yourself out of the way app or officially in Hasidic Shalashim, the Bittel app. Everybody knows the story about the Baal Shem Tov once coming to the home of a very poor man and the Baal Shem Tov told his Talmudim, eat, 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 eat. And that family didn't have food at all, but they gave every little bit of food that they had to the Talmudim and answered the Baal Shem Tov and the Baal Shem Tov encouraged them, just keep eating. They were shocked. But they were absolutely shocked. And when they finally left, Tommy didn't dare to ask their rebbe why. You know, now they left this family literally bereft, literally, literally with nothing. And the answer was, they were destined for great wealth. But the father was just so satisfied with his loss that he never wanted to ask, you know, from, ask Hashem for more. So he just kept on going. But once it got to the point where the children literally had no food and it became so intense, he had to reach out and ask. Once he asked, the flow that was destined for him started to come down and he started to become very wealthy very quickly. So therefore, what he needed was, and he, what he did get, um, was a real-life version of the get-yourself-out-of-the-way app. So that Nakuda in the Dalit is that. We all have it. It's the Pintal Yid, and it's whole with every single Yid. And, um, and it's higher than all of the constrictions, and higher than all the stuff that gets in the way. So when you're in the place of that get-yourself-out-of-the-way act, that dot, there is nothing in the way. It's higher than all the levels of the Seder Hishkarsha. It's the level of the Yachidah. And what does it do? it connects you as a Yid with the Yachid Shelemailah. And so when it's behind the dalit in that, you know, up there in the corner, it shows on a poverty that's not, it's not nebach, poverty, it's good poverty. It's almost like it's self-imposed poverty. We shouldn't, well, Dallas, I'm using the word poverty. That Dalet, that type of emptiness, is an emptiness that people strive all their lives to achieve. You've got to pay a lot of money. You've got to be pretty rich and have a lot of money to invest in enough courses to help you get to that level of poverty. That's the truth. And that because that bit of kadusha, which brings you to that, it brings you to that empty space that opens everything up. It gets you out of the way. Dalisani. From, those, from that word. And the maila of la'ani, the maila of the tefillah of a poor person, that he's the letter resh does not have that that bitl and therefore the poverty um, is a poverty in reish that it has no connection to Kedusha. So by the way, we know a lot of resh poor people. One is Bill Gates, uh, should I name, is this call going to be censored, of all those guys, you know, all those guys they uh, they got it wrong their money isn't going to help them, and they are truly poor um, if he was really rich, his wife wouldn't be walking out on him, right, if he was really emotionally wealthy, his wife wouldn't be walking out, he's obviously emotionally poor, so that's a little Asian identification, so Raish means a poverty that has no connection to Kadusha. You can have a lot of money but you're very poor. And dalid, Dalit means a poverty in which it, it has nothing to do with your financial situation. You're 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 opening yourself, you're emptying yourself for the next bracha to come down. So now when we look at Raish and Dalit, we can also look at them we see um we see in their shape you know what we talked about in the tough. Um You know above you have a roof and you have and you have a right leg. That means you have the line above is means you have wholeness shleimus in harchava. You know there's a lot. Um, but the dargel yana atma of their kav or if by bicez amshach mi Okay, so, but then you have this leg standing up and it shows on bringing it all down. When you are going to bring all the wealth, all the spirit, all the brachas that are for you and all of the things that are destined for you, when you're going to be bringing them down, if it is not done with a bittle, well, we know. We now are in a world where there's a lot of stuff being downloaded into the world by the split second. And without that bitle the whole thing will fall apart. The Shlemeth of Avaida is when we have both together. The Bittal and as it comes down through Seder Ishtashla. When we have, what does that mean? We'll see in a second. In other words, you don't just want to have Bittal. Like, no, I don't need anything. We do need stuff because this is a world that demands that we've got stuff. We, de- we do need energies, kaisas, talents, all that other stuff. But um, We need to, because it's so powerful, the stuff that's being sent down to us now, um, we can either resist it, and that won't do well. Try it, and you'll see. Or we can embrace it, but we have to know how to embrace it with the right level of poverty. When we have both these things, but we're missing the Bittles, then what's missing is the union of both of these Kavim. And so, it's interesting. So you'll have what you think or what you do, but you'll have, if they're not properly connected, it's very interesting. That dot in the Dalit will properly connect them. Now, here's a guy who was a rash. He didn't have it properly connected. He was he had poverty, which was the opposite of Kadusha. Although I think he was wealthy and he had big yukhib and he had all that stuff. his name was Kairach. And yet it was Chaik and Rish. The opposite of that is when you have the Pintaliyid and it's higher than and outside of both of these cabins And that and so let's just for a minute we're going to look at the, the exponential growth in the world. But for a minute, let's look at the Dalit because we happen to be in the Dalit month, in the fourth month, the month of Geula. The Geula of Gimel Tamus, and Yud-Bayt Yud-Gimel There's a miracle higher than nature. And we want it to come down into the nature of the world. The whole The whole thing about Yahushua upgrading nature in his day. The whole thing about the KGB, the last bastion of opposition to holiness, turning into those who assist us in holiness, as they do now in Russia. All of this stuff is from a place way above the laws of nature. The laws of nature say the bad guys stay bad guys. The limitations of nature stay limitations. Within the system, you're not getting anywhere. You move a little bit, but not very, very far. When you jump out of the system, you can completely upgrade the laws of nature. When you go, it's called, when you go above Thetis, you can completely transform nature, get it on your side. You can make all your enemies into allies etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. You can start to move into eternal life, as the last Gimel Tamas is all about, about moving into eternal life. You can say the first Gimel Tamas of of is about upgrading the nature of nature. The second um, the second Gimel Tamas is making the enemies into the allies with the Rev Rayat. And the third one is about us beginning to usher in eternal life. All of these in a... You have to have your... You know, what keep our noses in the five books of Moses to, to understand it well. Or you have to listen to the previous audio. Um, and so, so here we are in a month that is, is, a used to be the month of Gullus. Started with Shavasar Batamas, And Shavasar Batamas usher is in the destruction of the base of which begins the which begins the gullah it was transformed into through the rebbe rayat chaydesha through yedes tamar. So there we have it. That, seven, that second level of transfer, transformation. In all of this, and we might go back to it, we have several lessons, both for ourselves and for our Vita in the world, in tere mitzvahs and in everyday life. And in things like how you make a living, karnasa, and also having to do with the Gula of gimel spreading spreading Yiddishkeit out to the entire world. So we have this command: the stick of iron has to be put away forever. It's put away in a safe place forever proving that it's underneath the base of Nezish somewhere in Yerushalayim, underneath the Harabayas, no one can find it. And there it is sitting there waiting for us. It's there forever. Now what does it prove? She'bachardi <speaking in> ba'aran I chose Aaron Akayin. From the time that the iron was hidden, the stick of iron, with its almonds and its flowers and its buds is hidden there too. So what do we understand? It is a hera for all the generations. Since we are all, what is that? What is that lesson? I don't, I don't like the word lesson, but something is being activated through this. It's proving that Aaron, the Kayin, this kahuna belongs to him for forever. Well, what do you do if you're not a Kayin? It's mildly interesting. This is only interesting to Kohanan. Like, oh, that means... No one can ever question your kahuna because there's that stick there proving it. Okay, well, what if you're not a Kayan, You know, well, move on. Well, guess what? But since we're all part of Mamlechot's Kayanim and Kayinim G'dayim, as it says in Or No. No. I don't know the name of the Sefer. And also goddess bracious, I Ayintes, um that it says that we are gadaim and the ramam says in the future it will not only be anybody who wants to be on that level if you want you can be which means if somebody questions your kahuna There's that stick of Aaron underground in Yerushalayim, proving that they can't question it. This is it forever. And therefore, for every single Jew, this stick is significant. And what the stick went through is significant. Parach Mata Aaron. The stick of Aaron sprouted. A dry stick sprouted. Buds, flowers, leaves, and almonds came out. Okay, that means you. Since you are from a Melechus that means you. That means that when you feel like a dry stick, mm-hmm. been there, done that, and you're not you ain't producing nothing, and and even less than that, There's a miracle embedded in your nature as a Kayan, Mamlechus Kayanin, that Hashem can and will make miracles with you and with your part of the world that it can come to life in the most magnificent way and create foliage and fruits forever in a way that you will really not understand where it came from because how do you get fruits and flowers out of a dry stick. So we can say that that applies to us and that applies to everything that we come in contact with in the world. Stand back and watch the miracle. From a dry stick to this flowering branch. The flowering branch means you and it's a proof about who you are and what your potential is and it's sitting there in Yerushalayim activating you. And it will come out in your Mysore and everybody will, they'll say, Oh, no wonder. I was wondering how she didn't seem musical at all. Wow. Oh, she did I didn't know that she knows how to write poetry. And then how does she write poetry? We actually know a woman in the community that never painted, wasn't artistic. And one night she had a dream and her mother came to her in a dream and said, I want you to become an artist. And she woke up very, very moved by it. And she started to paint and she became quite an artist. So. Right? Where did that come from? So that seems to be everybody. And in an exponential way, like, boom, out of nowhere. So, what does that mean? The avayt of a gid needs to be with Kabbalah Saul. Higher than something we understand. And in a way of zrizu, Quick. Higher than any limitation. And that reaches the Ma'aid um, above. And therefore, we could think that this is the fullness of the Avaidah. Just do what you're told. If we were told to chop wood, we'd chop wood. Just have Kabbalah Saul. Who are you? Who are you to tell Hashem what to do? You're just a little nothing. Just do what you're told. You're a speck of dust. You're smaller than the dot on the da'ud. We could think that. And just serve Hashem with all your might. Just give in whatever He wants. do it, just do it, just do it, stop thinking stop wanting, stop anything just just do what you're told to do and there are opinions that say that that's what we're supposed to do says the Rebbe, who said that? we could think that but that would be really weird because it's not the case, says the Rebbe because we have the Hayra of Parachmata Aaron, this stick of iron that was a dry stick very Kabbalah-sal, like a dry stick where every, you know, you put it here it stays there you put it there, it stays there. I think somebody used to say to me about me that I was the kind of kid that I would sit on the back porch for hours and just play with my toys and not bother anyone. But I made up for it by becoming a very big troublemaker after I reached whatever age. So I guess I have to make up for lost time and make as much trouble as I can. Arach Probably so. So... We have this stick. The stick. You tell it to sit here. It sits here. You tell it to move. Sit there. It sits there. It does what you want. The dry stick. Yeah, stick with the flowers and the buds. and the. It already is like has opinions. Which way it which does it want to face the sun? This way or that way? Which way is it going to grow? You want the bugs to come out this way. They come out on the other branch. Already opinionated. Oh, like with an ego. So parach mata which refers to you and every one of us, tells us that after the sight of Kabbalah Sol, we start with Kabbalah Sol, like I'm here to serve Hashem. That's just the beginning point. Then, good luck. Then, we can and must, or rather, can and must, this is Yiddish, so it's backwards, can and must be Yakud the, yukuda, the nakuda, above, um above limitation, um, I'll say it in English. Fernandeblien. Meaning, okay, now let's turn the, this is like, okay. That means that, it's interesting, can and must the nekuda above any limitations, um, flower. Okay, what is that in English? That means that you've got a piece in you that's above all limitations. It can and it must flower. Why they say can and must first in Yiddish instead of, but that's it. So that nekuda, in you that is capable of from a dry stick it's not really a dry stick i guess there are no dry sticks anymore they're fake they're really these flowering branches in potential that appear as dry sticks which means by the way that every time you see a situation you say i forget it there's nothing here no potential whether that comes to a comes to a a shidduch or a situation or a business opportunity or a, a project or a relationship or anything or or um bringing out a new talent it's a dry stick there's nothing here i'm not learning italian at my age i'm not learning it they say you'll go to italy you'll learn italian i'm not learning italian leave me alone No, no, you're like i'm not learning italian the dry stick remember i always say, I have a friend who her husband used to say to her you can't teach an old dog new tricks she said you're not a dog and it's not a trick so if we feel like a dry stick it's a fake dry stick because all, there's all this life force inside and the Nasi will activate it. So that means that all your kaiches penimim, your inner kaiches, your deep inner kaiches, and your entire existence in nature is ready and must, must, according to the Rebbe, must, can and must blossom because that Nukuda in you That Kintaliyah, that dot on the Dalit, is ready to sprout. And in such a way, and how is it going to do it, that your nature and your Messias will become one of Zerizas. It's called a Schneller Teva. The whole nature will become very quick. Now, I and higher than limitation. Now, we all know that nature is very quick. It is moving faster and faster and faster. We feel like we are moving slower. As it moves faster, we move slower or sleep more because it's too fast. Probably what's happening is we are moving faster and faster and faster as well in invisible ways and not in unhealthy ways. There are ways in which there are things blossoming in us that we aren't aware of and it's probably good because otherwise it could be ruined by our ego. So we don't know probably how much we're moving ahead in leaps and bounds in areas that we can't see. And that is something we want to encourage to the max. Starting with the of meaning keep bringing it back to this is my holy mission. This is not because I want it, but this is my holy mission. Our mission, our shluchas in life, is to become very, very, very large, very, very, very very fruitful, but it's not us. Without a sense of, but it's me. Me, as the servant of Hashem, is getting bigger bigger and bigger and bigger and having more and more and more influence. So that everything that we do with our kaichos, our natural kaichos, will be must be now bezrizus, achigdaila, zrizis de kedusha. Everything we do now has to be with the alacrity, quickness of holiness. And we said, birchas maybe we said it, or maybe the birchas kainim is that the bracha that's determined for you, destined for you, comes down quickly without it being stopped for any judgment, very, very quickly. And that's the way we need to be now to to work with that part in ourselves that is um, moving very, very quickly, because holiness is moving forward very quickly. So it feels like a wild ride, but if you're on the ride of unholiness, it's dangerous. If you're on the ride of holiness, you're not alone. I think if you're right on the ride of unholiness, you're also not alone. But the guys that are on that ride, you don't want to be with them. But if you're on the ride of holiness and it's moving faster than you can take, don't worry. Because you're not alone. And really, you just hang on, hang on. They'll take you on the ride, they'll get you there. And who's there? They, the Nasi Hashem, obviously. Hashem through the dust will get you there quicker than quick and open up kaichas, blossom in you kaichas that you did not know that you had. And you probably don't want to have because it means more stuff, but there's um, you were born with a plan. So now, one other thing. We also have the Limud in our Vida in mundane things. Parnassah you know, making money. So we have to learn from this that first, that parach Mata Aram, this stick that blossoms, that is forever underground there waiting, activating. And what else is underground? San among the Jar of Man, which is also there for generations. When the hidden would complain to Yirmiya, Yirmiahu, they said, um, he said to them, why aren't you involved in Tyre? They said, I'm like, who's going to pay the bills? So they said Okay, yeah, who's going to pay the bills? I'm going to sit and learn all day who's going to pay the bills. Yirmiyao would say, he would pull, he would take out this this jar of man and say, this is how our forefathers were given parnassa parnasa." Hashem has many ways to bring you the money and the parnasa that you need to feed you. And to feed those that you're responsible for. And not only feed you, clothe you, etc. Get your house in order and your life in order, etc. And give you everything you need. So we have the limus. Not only from that jar of man, but parach mata So From the jar of man we know Do not worry about money. Hmm. Hashem has, follow follow the nasi He'll take you on your, fulfill your shlichus. Simple to say. But fulfill it and you'll see that things will fall into place. And from the stick of iron we know that shkegin, almonds, which is a physical food, they grow on this stick miraculously. Bizrizus. They grow naturally on the stick, these almonds grew naturally, but miraculously in terms of time. they went through all the processes, all the steps, but the time frame was completely miraculous that as a says Eden." that applies to the Parnassa of the Yid. We will may find that it will go through all the natural steps, but it will go from step a to step z. They can go in record time. What do they call it? Warp speed. Warp speed. It's racist. And 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 it says, Hashem, Hashem will bench you in everything that you do. Ramshacha, bring down parnasa gashmis, bringing down from the blessing above. The physical parnasa is done through a natural seder. Through, in other words, this this stick with the the buds, the leaves, the flowers, the almonds. That is the template for Parnassa, how it comes out, how you're taken care of physically. You need food. There's food on the stick. How does food grow? Food is kind of the, uh, the template for everything in your life, your needs. Food, drink, shelter. There it is on that stick. There's the food. There are the almonds. You eat almonds, you're okay. It's flow, that blessing, that bracha comes down in the way of nature. And it comes through you've got to work. You've got to plant, you got to sow, you got to go to work. But, and it goes through the limitations of nature. You know, apply for the job, bring your resume, you know, get there on time, do what you've got to do, etc., don't don't you know? Don't don't be a fool. <laughs> like do it right. And yet, at the same time, permeated with munabah in Hashem, shemami bechayelam in the You're planting seeds, not because planting seeds will give you food, because you believe in Hashem that He will give you what you need. And He says, okay, while well, I'm giving you what you need, I need you to plant seeds. So Why do you plant seeds? Because He says, how will you get what you need? Not from the seeds, from Him. But he insists that you have to plant the seeds. It's, it's a three-part system. And that becomes, the, seed, the seeds that you plant become a keli to receive the brach of Hashem for Parnassah in a miraculous way. But such a nace that clothes itself in the nature of the world. So that we see that the nature of the world and the nations themselves assist us in the Hashpah of parnasa to a Yid. As we see in recent generations, that, that Hashem benched yidden to receive their Parnassah with less work and with more menuchas and Tzenefesh and Menuchah Tzegur, more than it was in other generations. Less work, more money. Partly because, partly through this, that the world assists us in this. I wonder if we can finish this off. And so, one more thing. We have a limud of the Avaita Fatza the Minus Chuta that became more expansive since Gimel Tam was in Yudbeis Gimel Tam was in 1927. Mm. Okay, I guess we'll say it. Yafutu means bito. Nasecha, that's the kav, that's the part above. And chuta means bring it all down. So you have to have three things. Bito. You've got to be focused on where the energy, where the is coming from. And then you've got to got, have stuff to pull down and then pull it all the way down into the world. A yid has to be in a situation of yafutu your whole Matthias has to be your whole Matthias is I am here to spread godliness above any limitations before even you're told what to do who to speak to, who to te- whom to teach, what to say, etc where to go you first know I am who. hi, what's your name, Yafutsu oh great Maida Ani. Hi, hi, what's your name, Maida Ani? I need to embrace you with Shamash's kain. That's who you are. Who are you, Yafutsu? I'm here to spread Tyrus, spread the light of Tyrus. The pshat is not that you're a Matthias for yourself and then you're involved. Okay, I exist, so I'm going to do some hafatz, some Yafutu. I'm going to serve Hashem. No, no, no. You are. You do not exist. Yafutu, spreading the light of Tyra exists, And it happens to have been enclosed in you, so you get to, you get to be here in the world. When the energy of Yafutu wants to be in the world, you got picked, so that's what keeps you in the world. You're Yafutu. You're not going to do Yafutu. You are that. That's your justification. That's what you are. Right from the beginning, you're already over it. You're over it before you even started. Good. Thank God. So, And then, we have to know another thing. Maynasecha. You have to spread the Mayanas of Taira. You have to purify everything. The whole world. Higher than the levels of water uh, that are below this. The waters of Mikvah, etc. And you have to spread it out very far. beginning with the most extreme outer extremes of yourself. From the Nekud of Amuna and Kabbalah Sol, and your and until the actual chutzah. The chutzah of the Dalit Amos of Kadusha, of the Yeshiva base Knesset, etc. cetera. Um, okay, maybe we'll stop here because this is a whole other topic in itself. So just to recap everything we've done here, what we're saying is there's a lot here. We stand now in a time of, um, um, super speed the world is on super speed the world is only on super speed and, we're, and and growing exponentially because it's reflecting you because the center of everything when hashem looked into Tyra and he said should we create a world hashem said the top of the top together with me right at the top which everything else will be there to assist is the jew is the it. I mean you. So the center, 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 center core of everything is not the world, that's for sure. The world is just a living laboratory. It's not even Tyra because there says in Tanad Eliyahu, El- 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 etc., what comes first, Tyra or Yid? A Yid comes first, higher than Tyra on some level. So the center, 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 center pin of the center core of everything is the Yid. And within the Yid, the Nasiador, who is the Yid par excellence. And everything is created for that, and since the mission the Schlichus is Yafu, spread truth out from it, but pure truth outward, since that is the Schlichus, first of all, the good news is you are that that's not only your mission, you are it, you are that truth. You are from that place of truth. You are the physical embodiment of that truth. You are the physical embodiment of that light and therefore share the goodies. Share the goodies. That's why you were given so much light. And when we think, I can't. At my age, I, you know, whatever age you are, if you're 25, you're too busy. If you're 35, you're too this. If you're 45, you're too, if you're 75, you're too old. If you're eight, always, right? We always feel like we're too, too. It's too difficult. It's too much. So the idea of ziri, and in such a world that keeps moving and moving and moving and moving and moving faster in a way of zirizas, so it turns out that the idea of zirizas, of exponential growth, of moving faster than the speed of light, above the limitations of nature, didn't start with the world and you've got to catch up. It starts with you, and the world is catching up to you. You are the embodiment of Zresus. You are the embodiment of this stick of Aaron, the staff of Aran, which, in which the foliage and the fruits grew, in a way, of Zresus overnight, That is the template of you. That is the proof that you were chosen for this role in the world forever. Not just now, in Yemais Mashiach, forever. You are, you were chosen as the Kayan Guzzle around which everything revolves. And that stick underground in Yerushalayim is the proof of that. Whenever we question it, which could be about 18 times a day. That's why they say Esri, 18 times a day. We question, really, me? Eh? So that stick in Yerushalayim sitting there, which will come out in Yerushalayim, we'll see it, is the proof that you have been chosen and, and, and embedded with these kaikas And the world is obviously not moving too quickly for us. We're probably moving too quickly for the world. Won't it be funny? When in Yomaisa Mashiach, we will be speaking to the the stones and the rocks and the trees and having conversations, and we'll say, so how was it throughout all of Gullus? And they'll say, you guys were moving so fast I couldn't keep up with you. like, what? I thought you were moving too fast. I couldn't keep up with you. And uh, And we will probably find that out. So that means we are moving very fast. We're just scared to believe it. And since we think we're moving fast alone, and it's, you know, at age over 35, it gets scary to move so fast. You know, like roller coasters after age 50 or something. Since we, when we think we're alone, it's quite scary to move fast. When we realize that Aaron Akayan, Mashre Benu, Yaakov Avinu, David Malka Mashhechah, himself, Nasheed Dar, whom did I leave out? Yaakov Avinu, they're all there. We're, we're in this, we're in this We're in this Chavra where you know we're moving as a core together very very fast but they move fast and they're okay with moving fast they're, just, they're paying the bill you know just order what you like right so I and, I and i'll end with this last night as i was walking out of 770 from this for bringing very late at night uh, what did the speaker say something like somebody wrote to the rebbe and they were afraid to ask for brachas, for like big things and good things that they wanted for themselves. So they asked for small things. And and the Rebbe said, stop. Ask for big things. Take. Take. Stop limiting. Ask and take and use. And now we realize we have a concept. We used to think, but I have to pay it all back. If I take from Hashem, I have to pay it all back. We don't pay things back anymore. We pay things forward. This is the new normal. This is a new concept. We pay things forward. So how can I pay it forward? Because you are, you are the wellspring. And your most natural thing, which if you don't do it, drives you crazy, is to spread that light out to the world. So being that we're not alone, we're with all of them. Ironically, beans. Et cetera, et etc., et cetera. We're all in one package, one group together, moving us on, on one, 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 tr- one car on the train together. Then we know we can move as fast as we want because we're, in, we're they're taking care of us. So he, Rasen, we should move this rizus into the gula mitzvah and be in the Beit maybe we'll all meet there, dance together and, uh, We should find ourselves there immediately now.